Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Replay. Exclusive news and programming information all available on our fantastic app and for podcasts. Anything else, check out our website. Well, it is an action-packed edition of our iHeartRadio presentation, AMFM247.com. Each and every week we do this live, and it is fantastic. And today we've got Josh Martinez going to join us. Here at the top of our broadcast, we're also going to be joined by Jay Izzo, H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. He will join us. He will talk to us, and uh, it will be fun. We are going to get a hold of Josh Martinez to talk about oil, the power of oil. And uh, we are going to do that here in just a second. Hello, Josh. Josh, how are you? It's James Lowe from uh, iHeartRadio and AMFM giving you a holler for your radio interview. How are you, sir? Good, how are you? I'm pretty good, actually. Uh, we've got Josh Martinez with us today. He is uh, a lead Forex analyst for Market Traders Institute at uh, MTI, Forex trading expert and top international speaker. And he joins us today talking about holding the power of oil. And uh, Josh Martinez joins us here on our broadcast. Now, now, Josh, um, there seems to be a lot of uh, analysts that are speculating about whether oil prices are going to rise, fall. Observers may be overlooking some of the pressing questions about the very nature of global oil market. The most significant of those questions uh, relates to whether Saudi Arabia's losing its grip on the global oil market and if U.S. oil and gas producers are replacing the Saudis as the key global swing producer. What will oil do for the rest of 2017? And with us today, Josh Martinez, he's going to join us and talk about this. Now, um, is Saudi Arabia starting to lose its grip on the oil market? Josh, break this down for us. No, I don't think so. The reality of this is uh, Saudi Arabia is still the uh, world's largest exporter 
And the fact of the matter is they're working with OPEC for stabilizing and limiting uh, the prices right now. So what you're going to be seeing for most of the oil, uh, I'm looking at it right now, and technically speaking, it supports this as well. But basically, it's going to be ranging anywhere between like $49 and all the way up to $60. But the sweet spot's going to be right around $55 for the most part. And uh, what we're going to be doing, so I'm, I'm more of a, a Forex trader here at Market Traders Institute, and I use this information to trade uh, Canada or the Canadian dollar. And so the reality of this is when oil begins to increase, I'm going to be looking to also buy up Canadian dollars. So like you would sell the euro against the CAD or the U.S. dollar against the CAD and uh, to be able to generate the income. But no, I don't, I don't think... Uh, Saudi Arabia is losing, it, losing its grips at all. Now, uh, the, 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 there was a lot of news about that uh, last year. The, the, there was a lot of folks that were that were talking about this and, and, and everything. What, why do you think that talk has kind of died down recently? Well, I don't, you know, you, know, you really think about it. You know, the news is the news, and the news is going to want to uh, make sure that they're discussing appropriate topics to get everyone to, to talk about. But the reality of this is, you know, OPEC, which is the organization of uh, petroleum exporting countries, about 12 countries, they got together right around in uh, December, the beginning of uh, this year, or ending of last year, beginning of this year, and they came to agreement of limiting the uh, production of oil just to bring stability and to increase uh, the prices because, you know, the reality of this is, uh, back where you saw it back in, uh, in March area 2016, with it being even February being all the way back down to 28 bucks. You know, the reality of it is, the country kept making making any money, and so they're looking to um, to stabilize. They're even talking about it. Was it May or, or um, May or June? They're going to be discussing even extending the limitations of production, which may even drive oil prices back up to the 55 dollars, 60 dollar mark. So I, I think you're going to be hearing about it for the rest of the year, especially right around the May area. Really? Now, uh, what, what, what's what, what's some news on that so people can be uh, can be kind of aware of that? All right. So the reality of this is when you look at the uh, oil right now, it's at a low price. You saw a recent dip, but you know we look at that more as a short-term move inside the markets and where. You know, looking to enter and buying now, you know, strategically and, and holding the long position towards fifty-five dollars is actually a really, really smart move. Now, if you're a currency trader, you're going to use that to begin to uh, buy up Canadian dollars as well so to begin to generate an income. So, like for example, if you trade the Great British pound against the cat, you're looking for a short trade, or the Euro cat, you're looking to sell, or the U.S. looking to sell because those countries are naturally going to become weaker against the Canadian dollar. So it's definitely something to watch. And it's almost like, I don't want to say a given, but the reality of this is, you know, OPEC and the world, they can't support or survive or thrive. And these, and these companies can't stay in business if the, uh, if the oil prices are back down to $28. Uh, the reality of this is, uh, was that Saudi Arabia flooded the markets just to try to drive uh, I I, I believe I believe that's that's what I that's what I seen yes. Mm -hmm. And so now they drove, now they got a larger market share. A bunch of uh, companies began to uh, shut off their production, and now they call for the stability of it. And it just makes a lot of sense. Now they're looking to make the money. So it's all about business and supply and demand regarding the oil. It is Josh Martinez who joins us today here on our iHeartRadio presentation, also AMFM247.com, talking about uh, oil prices and, and, and some of the different things that uh, we might be on the lookout for uh, this summer. Now, uh, does uh, does that have to do with like the summer driving season and things like this, or is that just coincidental? No, I don't, I don't think just more just the stability in business and uh, the, the um, uh, OPEC looking to limit production to increase the price. You know, the reality of this is you also have to keep in mind, too, uh, what drives uh, oil, right? So if, if oil becomes too high, what ends up happening? Well, you and I, as the average consumer, you know, if we're paying $5, you know, $8 a gallon at the pump, what are we going to do? We're going to go buy renewable resources. We're going to buy electrical cars. Yes. And so it's not a great this as well to to have oil prices skyrocket towards the north and so if it does get too high you know they may just open up the production again to keep it right around the range of 55 dollars because right now that's 
And you also got to keep in mind, too, like, uh, what is it, Russia? Russia's interested in being compliant with this as well because, you know, they're a huge exporter for oil and natural gases. They, they supply, what, one-third of Europe in regards to... I believe uh, so, yes. So it, it just makes a lot of sense in regards to, um, you know, and, of course, you know, the world grows. Right now the world is growing, so naturally... Uh, the supply of oil is going to be increasing, so uh, it just makes sense to get this to get the stability and prevent oil from dropping too low. But, but like I said, right now oil is right around forty nine dollars. You look to buy it right now towards fifty five, even sixty dollars. Is sixty dollars is a stretch? More towards fifty five dollars is a very nice little sweet spot. And if you're a currency trader, you're going to be buying up uh, Canadian dollars as well because that's that's an easy run. Josh Martinez with us today. He joins us live here on our iHeartRadio and AMFM presentation. And uh, there is a lot going on. Holding the power of oil is the topic today. Now, kind of give us a little bit of an insight of kind of how the oil market works. Okay, so in regards to the oil market, you really have to understand that there's traditionally three areas in which really control the prices of oil. And then now, in the 20th century, there's really been a fourth aspect. So, number one, there's the importance of oil. Uh, the importance of oil. So, like supply and demand. So, for example, uh, China is growing uh, relatively strong. They have GDP of almost seven percent. And the reality of this, the next five years, it's been stating that China is going to have about uh, half of the world's demand, or need about half of the world's demand of oil. So, then when the demand grows and countries grow, especially when new vehicles and new products are being made, oil prices naturally will go up. Now, the second aspect is going to be the monopoly of position. So, like, your big giant uh, corporations, your money managers, your countries, they will strategically uh, inflate the prices and strategically buy in at certain areas, you know, to be able to generate income just through the uh, exchange rates. And then you get the third aspect that has always been a big play, which is the uh, geopolitical games, you know, wars, um, you know, like Venezuela, to where the government controls um, oil, the production of oils, and the um, you know and the prices. So the people are kind of like they're stuck in regarding to whatever you know the government kind of feels like controlling. And you really have to think about it when you're a country. What what's your driving focus? Is your driving focus that you want a larger share to make more money? Your driving focus for security because you're afraid to be taken over, or are you looking for more of like a trade? of uh, negotiation powers. But, you know, the fourth thing that is really interesting, especially we're seeing lately, is the renewable resource game. And the reality of this is if the price of oil gets too high, you and myself, the average consumer, will no longer search for that resource uh, for fuel. We'll be looking for renewable resources. And so you're going to get a change in the shift in the overall uh, long-term outlook of oil, of it can't get too high because if it gets too high, it inspires renewable resources, which is a direct competition against oil. So those are really the four main things that I see being a big driving focus of how the whole oil game works in regards to uh, prices. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Josh Martinez joins us. He is a uh, director of client success. He is also a uh, former firefighter paramedic. He is uh, known as the FX Pathfinder, and he's a top international speaker and serial entrepreneur. MarketTraders.com is his official website. And um, why does the price of oil seem to fluctu- fluctuate, and, and uh, what factors go in to make this a, a market make, you know, the makeup of the market on this? Well, you know, it's just it's kind of a reference of what we just stated in regards yeah. to overall global demand. Yeah. And that kind of that kind of sums it up quite a bit. But the reality of it is when the world's growing, there's demand on oil. Okay. And right now, if you look at the market, technically speaking, you know, it's in a nice little channel. And we're at an area where the market uh, is hitting natural support. But the technical and the fundamentals in line perfectly to where if you're an actual trader, and you are looking at oil, it's a great time to buy this market and take it towards the $55 mark. And it could even stretch to the $60 mark. And if you're a Forex trader like myself, you're going to use this to buy up as much Canadian dollars as possible. So, for example, you'd be selling EuroCAD, AussieCAD, you'd be selling uh, the Great First Pound CAD, U.S. Dollar CAD, because these are just, these are really, really 
great signals right now. So if you actively invest into the market, this is a beautiful opportunity to make a little bit of money. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Now, uh, you hear a lot about fracking. You hear a lot about uh, doing that with oil. Uh, how, how, does, how does that impact the market and everything? Oh, yeah. Well, fracking, you hear that a whole, a whole lot lately. And uh, what is it? The, the reference is hydro, it's, um, the, the, the official name is hydraulic uh, fracking, if I'm not mistaken. But basically yes. what it is, and there's, was a, there was a, a study that said that the, you, you, it's really big in the United States. Basically, they take a big old drill, and they drill down into the earth, like an average of 7,700 feet. Incredible. And then they just wow. do like a 90-degree turn. And then for like up towards like thousands and thousands of feet, it's just kind of parallel to the Earth's crust, right? And they're, they're down there into the bedrock, and then they pump down this cocktail of uh, hydraulic or fracking fluid. It's like acid and water and sand and this other stuff and gel to thicken it up. And they push down this fluid, down this pipe, down 7,700 uh, 7, feet on average, and then a 90-degree turn, and then it just begins to break apart all the rocks down there where they believe that fossil fuels are in, to where traditionally uh, were unaccessible, to where an individual would be unable to access it. And so what happens is it creates all these fractures and all these breaks within the rock, and then they begin to suck out all these fossil fuels, which is the oil, and it allows them to begin to uh, extract uh, what they need, uh, as well as gases, what they need, uh, better and more efficient than ever before, but it's very expensive process, and there's a tremendous amount of argument back and forth in regards to what it does to the environment. But if you look at the United States, the United States has been utilizing that technology to really secure its production and decrease its dependence upon foreign oil. Uh, so it's really, a, as a country standpoint, it's a great benefit to do it, environmental standpoint, there's a tremendous amount of arguments behind it. Josh Martinez with us today here in our big broadcast. He's a lead forex analyst for Market Traders Institute, MTI. And uh, in, in, in this next segment here, we're going to talk a little bit about Chinese market manipulation. Now, you hear a lot about this. President Trump has uh, defended his reversal on a vow to label China a currency manipulator. Uh, is this part of a strategic plan to convince China to work with the U.S. to confront North Korea's missile Build up and uh, Josh Martinez with us today. Now, Josh, how have the Chinese markets fared over the last several months, my friend? Now look, um, you know, if, if you were to look at the Chinese yuan, which you know, the average person like you and myself, we don't really trade the Chinese yuan. Um, it's just very, yeah. very expensive, and there's a portion of it that's not even available. As there's not really free floating, but China is looking for stability. Okay, that's that's. We have a, uh, a, a lead fundamental analyst here. His name's Abe, a fantastic guy, very brilliant individual. And uh, he used to live in China. And the big thing over there is stability, 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 stability. You have to understand that China has a, um, a GDP, gross domestic uh, GDP, uh, uh, growth, of uh, right around 7%. And so they're looking for stable markets, and they're not looking for huge sell-offs. And, you know, the reality of that market is if they made it free-floating, they don't want money to be leaving the country. They want to keep country. And so this whole, you know, debacle with, um, you know, China and Trump and, uh, you know, stabilizing or making sure they work with one another with leverage, you're absolutely correct. You know, the reality of this is China owns a big portion of the United States debt, right? And so if there's an argument between the United States and China, it's in China's best interest to, you know, work things out with the United States because we owe them so much money. And it's in the best interest of the United States to work with China because we don't want to go to war. And so I, I completely agree with you on that aspect. We've got uh, a fantastic guest with us today. Chinese market manipulation is the topic of this next segment here with Josh Martinez. And uh, he's a Forex trading expert, and he joins us live here on our big broadcast. Now, who has the ultimate advantage when it comes to trade here, Josh? Oh, perfect. So, so um, like you and myself, so I'm a Forex trader. I, okay. I trade the foreign exchange. So yes. The foreign exchange monthly basis. Um, on a daily basis, I haven't had a losing month in 15 months. Um, uh, you know about pips. I'm up 42,000 pips when well over 70 plus percent of my trades. 
when you look at China, because we can't actively, you know, invest it, it's very, very expensive, we look at China in regards to if they're growing, we begin to trade Australian dollars. And if China is not growing, we begin to trade Australian dollars because China needs resources. And uh, Australia provides a tremendous amount of copper and iron. Uh, and you can even relate to China's growth uh, to oil prices as well, because if China grows, then the demand of resources such as oil grows up as well, and, and vice versa. So if you are an investor inside the foreign exchange like myself, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be looking at China, and you're going to be watching to see how they react and how they grow or don't grow and how their currency uh, floats or doesn't float, and you're going to look at the Australian dollar to buy or sell, and you're going to use that as an indicator and for direction, if that makes sense. Awesome stuff. We've got uh, Josh Martinez with us today. Chinese market manipulation is the topic of this segment. And uh, why does trade continue to make headlines under Trump there, Josh? Oh, uh, Trump loves to tweet. (laughs) 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 Trump's no other president that we've seen, or at least in quite a long time. Uh, so he is a tremendous, he's almost like a wild card. And here, here's the thing in regards to uh, investing, right? Okay. Investors love uncertainty. Yes. Why? Because it breeds opportunity. Yes, uh, they the do. Fear within the market. What the heck is this guy going to do? How is he, you know, what is he going to say next? Who's, you know, whose feelings is going to hurt? Is it going to um, attract an action? Is it going to go to war? Is he not going to go to war? Is he going to get this trade or that trade? What is he going to do? It's uncertainty. How is he going to treat the financial industry? The uncertainty causes fear, what causes opportunity as the average investor. So the reality of it is every time Trump tweets, it pisses a bunch of people off, but we love it because it causes market movements. And that's what the reality of it. That's why I think uh, his name is brought up so much uh, because it's great news, but also we love it because we get you know trading opportunities. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on our big broadcast, Josh Martinez. And uh, Josh, before we let you go, my friend, how do people uh, get a hold of you online and uh, and take advantage of some of your services? Oh, absolutely. All you got to do is go to www.marketers.com. That's www.marketers.com. You can find me on social media. You can go to Facebook forward slash FX Pathfinder. I've been... Uh, give the nickname FX Pathfinder. Uh, the reason why is traders say that I help them find a way every day. And so, once again, it's www.marketers.com or come find me on social media. It's Joshua Martinez, FX Pathfinder. Fantastic. Well, Josh, thanks for joining us today, and uh, we'll definitely talk to you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Thank you, man. You too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Josh Martinez joining us today on Skype Audio. And uh, we are going to go to J.J. Hempstead here in a few seconds. He is going to be joining us. He is going to be waiting in the wings here. And uh, we will talk to J.J. Hempstead uh, here in just a few seconds. In fact, we're going to do this. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. While we get ready to dial up, Mr. JJ, here's your car care for the clueless minute. Be back with more. It's time of the week to reach into our car care advocate mailbag to answer a listener's question. Dear Pam, my car started making noise all of a sudden. I took it to the repair shop and they said I did severe brake damage because I didn't replace the brake pads in time. I didn't even know I needed brakes. There's a simple fix. Have the brake pad material inspected every tire rotation. And remember, ask for the exact amount remaining. There's a tech tool specifically for this. When it's down to 3 seconds of an inch, brake pad replacement ASAP. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me, ASE Tech Pam Oaks, at carcareadvocate.com, making you a savvy car consumer. Seven three sixty five and available worldwide on the internet. This is the number one talk show online, the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Show. Well, 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 it is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Broadcast. 
Coast to Coast, Border to Border, TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. J.J. Hempstead is going to be with us here in just a few moments. We're going to see if we can dial up J.J. Hempstead. Hempstead. I hope it's Hempstead. Or is it Hempstead? I don't know. We'll find out. Hey, J.J., it's uh, James Lowe with KJ Radio. How are you? Fine, thank you. Uh, wanted to, uh, so sorry about getting to you a little bit late. We had a, another interview oh, before oh, yours, okay. but, uh, but, but we've got you now. Uh, we've got JJ Hempstead with us today, joins us live here on our big broadcast. And, um, tell us a little bit about this novel that you've got, Visions of a Dream. Tell us about this. Hi, thank you. Um, my novel, it, the story focuses on Alexander the Great. Okay. In his spiritual journey, in order to understand his motives. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah. Before I, I write that, um, before he conquers the world, he first needs to conquer his own mind. Amazing, amazing stuff. We've got yeah. J.J. Hempstead with us today, joins us live here in our big broadcast. And, and your book seems to be stealing the hearts of reading enthusiasts everywhere. Kind of give us a thumbnail sketch of the plot of the book and a closer look at some of the main characters. Okay, um, it begins, my book begins as Alexander the Great takes his army to um, conquer Persia, per- Asia Minor, okay. Persia, and um, and it begins in one of his big battles, but then but he begins to meet the people, and he realizes that in order to learn about the people that he's conquering, that um, it would make him stronger in order to be more like them, to learn from them, and to adapt some of their ways. He really respected them, and he admired them. So um, in order to do that, he he focuses on their religion and simple things like the way they dress. He starts to dress like the cultures he comes into contact with. And um, so when he's in Persia, he worships Ahura Mazda, and when he goes to Egypt, he worships Amun. And when he goes to India, he starts to worship the Hindu gods. And um, he and when he's in um, Israel, he worships Yahweh. And um, he he just really adapts to their to these different way of life, and uh, that he comes into contact with. And he learns so much through that, and he he grows so much internally. And through his spirit, and um, he's his uh, core religion that he begins with is Zeus from Greece. Yes. But then, um, excuse me. No, no, I was just agreeing with you. Just agreeing with you. Go okay. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, JJ. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. And um, and and Greece and his mother was um very very religious. And she would impress upon him that the night he was born, that um, a, a temple of Zeus burned down, and that meant that he was more important. He was more important than Zeus to the priestess because she wasn't guarding the temple. So from that that moment on, and she would say that that Zeus came to her in the form of a snake, and that he was his he was Alexander's actual father. So he believed that he was the son of Zeus, and um, he carried that on with him to whenever, whichever land he went to, he would say that it was their god who he, whose son he was. So when he went to Egypt mainly, he would say that um, he was the god of Amun, and he wouldn't leave the priestess until she would say that, yes, he is the god of Amun. And, um, and he never, he really believed this. But he uses it to um, to try to not only further himself, but he wants other people around him to have no fear of these other cultures too, and to really adapt to them. Because um, more, the, he believed that the more he learned about a place, the less of it, and um, he wanted his men to have no fear of the places that they came into contact with. And he he um, conquered most of these places without a fight. 
We've got a uh, great guest with us today, joins us live here in our big broadcast. Now, uh, what elements did you draw upon to develop some of the main characters for this book? Ooh, um, I, I used that, I used a lot of, um, when I first began to learn about him, I, I read a lot from, um, Arian, who is an ancient historian, because he had, Alexander's um, own words from his own speeches, and um, and I took from his own words. I would build his character up from that, and there was so there were so many doorways in his words that I wanted to go through, and um, and I I kept learning from through through his speeches, and I have a lot of his own words in my book also in my story, and. Um, I, I radiated his character out from, from his words. And I loved his perseverance and his persistence. And um, I really needed to, to um, adapt those in myself because in 1990, when I was 19, I was in a very bad car accident. And um, I ha- I was, my car was hit by a bus. Wow. And I, had, I, I sustained brain injury. And I was paralyzed, and I was in a coma, and um, and once I had to be resuscitated too. I almost died. Holy smokes! And um, once I began to recover from that, I, w- I had been married for three months. But well, once I began to recover from that, my husband and I moved to Iowa. <clears throat> excuse me, where we eventually had seven kids, but. Through that, through our movement, through my my kids, and through writing about Alexander and learning about him, I would adapt some of the things that that I admired in Alexander. And when I was learning about Alexander, strengths in his way, of life, and I could build on my own person. That with a TBI as bad as I had, you you end up being kind of personality less, and you have to build up on myself too. So. I took a lot from him, and I, I that's that's mostly yeah. We've got, I took the things that I admired from him. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. Uh, give us the uh, profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. Ooh, I think I think people who really want to know what what lies under the cover of another person. What what uh, the spiritual depth of people, and not only is this story about Alexander, and not only do we really get to see who he is, not beyond his conquests and beyond who he was in history, but we get to see who he is spiritually and what made him the way he is, and what he drew upon, and I think that I think that that um, anybody today could relate to that because anybody could uh, try to dig deeper and see what really lies there. And I think that his inclusiveness and his no fear of other cultures and his desire, honest, really, desire to learn about them, I think is, would be so essential in today's culture. And people today, I think we just need to have no fear. And we need to be sincerely interested in each other. We've got a, in our uh, ways of life. We've got a great guest with us today. JJ Hempstead joins us here in our big broadcast, and uh, this uh, this book is absolutely amazing. Um, what's oh, thank the, you. What, what's the overall theme of the book? Um, the overall theme is um, my son actually actually um, posted a book trailer, and I think he captures the overall theme of it. It's a uh, kind of a spiritual dance that Alexander does when he's learning about everybody and he's learning through himself and through his two closest relationships and he's doing the spiritual dance kind of in the world and um, it takes place in the center just in the midst of war because he's surrounded so much by war and um, you can really see it because the first part of the book I write it from his perspective and he's kind of a little bit distant in his persona because he's got some PTSD. I, th- I think he did. I believe he did. I wrote that about him. And I could identify. That helped me work through my PTSD from my accident, too. And um, 
the last part of the book, I write it in another character's perspective who doesn't have it. And I feel that you can see how much more the person who doesn't have it is just more attached emotionally than Alexander had. I think Alexander was kind of distant emotionally because of his PTSD. And I think that's a classic thing from PTSD. And I think it's just you just distance yourself and you don't really adhere to emotions and emotional concepts and and I think that that was where he was at too. And um well it, it is it, close, go ahead didn't mean didn't mean to step on you go ahead okay. go ahead. His other his other close friend that he learns with was his right-hand man and his name was Sebastian but I'm not exactly sure about my pronunciation. And um he historians think that they had a romantic relationship, which is probably accurate, and that's how I write it in my book. And so he learns through a fashion mostly, but he only gets to a certain point. And then he learns through somebody else who's from Persia also. So he gets to learn from different cultures, and he gets to learn not only in Persia, but he also gets to learn in Egypt, and he gets to go throughout that culture, and he gets to speak to the Egyptians and Egyptian priestesses and really fascinating things like that. I loved learning about this. And um, and then he goes to India, and he sees how different that is, and that's from a different perspective. So I feel that the reader can kind of get a, a more objective view of Alexander through that one, too. So. Fantastic. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our broadcast, J.J. Hempstead, and uh, has an amazing, amazing book. It is a great new novel, Visions of a Dream, and it tells the story about Alexander the Great from a spiritual perspective. Now, um, why do you think that this book will appeal to readers? Ooh, um, I, did, I think so much of the message for today. I just... What I hope that readers might take away from it is I think they, I, I hope that they would admire how inclusive Alexander was of other cultures and how accepting he was and how willing to learn about them he was. Because then I, I just feel that if, if people admired that, then we could, and we could use that in our own today's culture. We could, just not be afraid of each other and wanting to learn about each other takes away the fear and i hope that's what readers take away from it and i hope that that's what they what they see that he really was and i think that his men who were with him his army were um really upset with him because they wanted to spread the greek way and they wanted to spread the greek religion and the greek way of life and he wanted to learn about these other cultures. So they were so upset that they ended up mutinying on him. And they tried to do so a couple times. And the last time they actually got him to turn back when he was in India. So they all had to turn back. But but that was why. was because they wanted to spread the Greek ways. And he wanted to learn about other ways. So... <clears throat> I think there was a lot of of them believing that they were right, and he wanted to say that, well, there are other things to learn about the world. We've got... We've got J.J. Hempstead with us today. She joins us live. And, uh, J.J., before we let you go, how do we find you online, pick up the book, all that? Oh, thank you. Um, my book, is it's on Amazon, and if you search Justine Hemestead, you'll find it. And also, if you search Justine Johnston Hemestead, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N-H-E-M-M-E-S-T-A-D, there will be my author's page, and which has all my books on it. And um, the book trailer that Sun created is on www.maxgraphics.studio, and it's also on YouTube. Excuse me. <coughs> and um, and that's those those are the best places. 
Well, good stuff. Well, I appreciate you being with us today. Thanks for coming on and uh, and chatting with us, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Well, thank you so very much. Thank I appreciate you so it. much. Have yourself a wonderful day, okay. JJ. Appreciate it. Take care of that cough, too. It is the uh, world-famous Chicky Jaguar radio broadcast. Jay Izzo is going to be with us here in just a few moments. We will talk to uh, H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane here in just a few seconds. We're going to take a quick time out and come back with more here. If you get lots of spam emails, you've probably wondered, how did all these people get my email address? Most websites and apps require a working email to register, for no real reason other than to sell your email address to spammers. What's the solution? A temporary email address from emailondeck.com. It's quick, easy, and free. Use a temporary email for whatever you want and keep your inbox secure and free of spam. Visit emailondeck.com. Emailondeck.com. But an incredible new market. 24-7, 365, and available worldwide on the Internet. This is the number one talk show online, the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Show. Well, well, <laughs> it's the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio broadcast. iHeartRadio, AMFM247.com, lineup media today. Now, we're going to be talking to Jay Izzo here in just a few moments. If you missed our last interview with J.J. Hempstead on uh, the novel Visions of a Dream, check out our website, JiggyJaguar.com, for more information. And uh, we're going to be talking with H to the Izzo, B to the Izzane here in just a few seconds here on our Lineup Media presentation, LineupMedia.fm, and of course, J-A-G-S-H-O-W.com, and... Uh, we go to the telephones, and I believe we have found Mr. Izzo. How are you, sir? I am well. How are you? <laughs> Pretty good, actually. Now, th- 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 there is a lot to cover <laughs> today in this social media uh, update. Um, first of all, uh, what, what, what has been some of the strange things just over, over the past day that you you've saw that that are not even part of the social media update um like like for instance i I seen this video the other day about uh somebody i don't know if it was united or where it was but but um they they tried to hit somebody with a baby stroller or something and somebody took a video of it you know you know what james there is so much weird stuff happening (laughs) i was talking to I was talking to uh, Richard Kuritz. Oh, you know, yes, uh, you yes. You have guest on your show. Yes, our, 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 our buddy and Richard. I said, and I said to him, I said, I don't remember a time in my life where I have seen so many people absolutely lose their mind all at the same time. I, I've, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, people have people have lost all sense of common sense. I mean, there's really no common sense anymore, and we are so impatient and so, um, we just are so selfish. We just think that the world revolves around us, and if we're not happy, then by God, you cannot be happy either. (laughs) You're right about uh, that shit. I'm I'm serious. I mean, we, we really are. And then... I mean, you just experienced this. We just, I just went this oh, with yes. you, and I wasn't happy. <laughs> yes. I mean, we have we have actual media people, media companies <laughs> who are making yes. personal attacks at people. I just find and, this insane, and 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 <laughs> let's let let let's paint the picture here for the folks that uh, that yeah, we, uh, we need to. That, this is insane, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just going to tell you something. This is insanity. I'm just going to tell you this is I am a psychological professional, okay? Sanity is not even a legal is not even a psychological term. It is a legal term. When I was working as a clinical psychologist in a mental hospital working in heinous crimes, I am just telling you sanity is not a psychological term. It is a legal term. This is insane. 
what, what, what James is about to describe. Go ahead, <laughs> this is uh, an, an, an interesting uh, deal here. And in fact, let me see here. Um, we, we have for the last, I don't know, pro- probably last four weeks, something like that, we have uh, been critiquing uh, the Hutchinson News, which is a local newspaper here, or as a Jim Rome would prefer to it, as the local fish wrap, and uh, <laughs> they uh, they uh, they 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 have went out and they have tried to do like a news piece, and they're trying to do newsroom stuff and all all sorts of things. Well, I've I've went in and I've critiqued them on a few things, and they've changed a few different things around, like. Um, before this this current incarnation of this uh the buzz that they have on their website they used to have this this around the town segment where they would have this woman who clearly was not a trained journalist she was i think she was a secretary in their office and she gave herself a nickname by the name of Spangella and so Spangella would do these updates and they were always in a echoey room and you couldn't hear her and she never would look directly at the camera and a lot of times she didn't have any information correct and i'm like you've got the you could read the notes that you have in front of you and so i started correcting them well finally they decided okay we 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 we, we got to get rid of Spengella or Spenjali or or who, whoever this is, and so they went with this this chick named Rachel Hickson, whose dad is the public uh, public service director or something for the Fox Theater here in town. But uh, that that's neither that's neither nor here ne- neither neither there. But um, so I continue to make comments, and for instance, she'll do interviews with people and she'll give the microphone away. Um, and then she'll keep talking. Uh, she'll, she'll, she'll mispronounce things on purpose and they don't edit them. They just go ahead and just keep going. Um, she'll have guests on and they'll flub up and no one edits it. And so then I went ahead and I made a comment one day about a, a video they did where they had someone in their newsroom who kept going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I'm like, okay, first of all, um, that's distracting. And so I go in right. and I make some comment about you guys have a fantastic setup, but maybe you should tell the, the old guy in the back to get out of the shot. It's very distracting for the viewer. Well, their response was, it's a newsroom, Jiggy. The old man has a job to do. Maybe you should try getting one. Now, Bam. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> now, to me... I understand they, they kind of looked at my comment as trolling, and they're probably sick and tired of me bashing them right. or what they believe to be bashing. I, I, I'm just giving them critiques. Well, um, they did this as the official Hutch News YouTube channel. They didn't do they didn't log into another account and jazz me back. They, they went ahead and, and and gave me the gave me the problems via the actual official page. And so, to me, that is just so unprofessional. Um, as a social media person, what, 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 what do you think about all this? Well, uh, you know, I want to be careful. I wanted to be careful because I did not want to put them as the social media moron of the week. <laughs> and so, well, they could I was be. To be nice, but, <laughs> I, but, but you can't. You cannot. Okay, you cannot, as a public media outlet, you cannot personally bash another person. I don't care what they say. Yeah. You you cannot do that. You can say, say something, you can, you can say, look, you know, we feel like you're trolling us, stop it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. You could do that. You could say, hey, you know what, I got it, right, you know, well, it is a little distracting, got it, or... You could say, hey, you know, it was kind of pre-planned. We kind of wanted to make it have that feel that there was a live thing going on in the background. You know, you could. there's a whole number of responses here. To make a personal attack and say, dude, why don't you get a job? I mean, that's what they said. That's essentially what it is. And I'm like, do you have any idea what this guy, this guy puts, you don't sleep. You and I have had this conversation before. 
<laughs> yes. Did you almost call him Jay Working <laughs> Guy in show business, man. Oh, and, there it is. I mean, he. I mean, he does not stop. The guy is in insane. He sleeps basically in his studio, wakes up. And just does more shows. That's yes, he, I mean that's, that's pretty does. much what we do here. I, I mean, somebody somebody slips him some you know crackers and cheese under the door, and then he, <laughs> you know, and he nibbles on on these little three minute breaks. Sometimes only a minute breaks. That's what he does. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> and so for somebody to make that comment, especially coming from someplace like that, is just absolutely uncomfortable. It is, and, you know, it is absolutely that. amazing. And and yeah. and I, I went ahead and I decided, well, I'll reach out to the parent company. So I reach out to the parent company. And the first couple calls, they put me in voicemail. Uh, you know, they didn't really want to chat with me. But finally, they had their uh, one of their people get back with me. And she was like, oh. She's like, uh, this doesn't sound like anything we want to be associated with. She goes, I will get this taken care of. And I understand it's been taken care of, but the issue is that <laughs> they still did it in the first place. <laughs> well, it, well, it's not, but what does that mean they took care of it? I mean, I, I, you know, I, I wrote you back personally, and I said, I don't, you know, I want to see a letter. Well, that, that, that we, too, that too. I, I said, I, you know, I want to see an email from them saying, hey, look, we have, and I want it to start out with, dear Mr. Lowe. That's how I want it to start out. Ah, okay? <laughs> yes. Right? I, I mean, and, and if they want to go, dear Mr. Jaguar, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine, but, too. It happens. <laughs> but what I want to see is a letter that says, this is what we did, and this is how we're going to avoid this in the future. Well, what what I'm what I'm planning on doing uh, this weekend when we go to the uh, Kansas City Comic Con, the the Planet Comic Con, is I'm going to seek out uh, whether it be a cosplayer or, or something. I, I'm 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 gonna or, or a celebrity or something, and I'm going to do an interview and I'm going to basically do an instructional video on how to um, do an interview and do a news package. And then I'm going to put right. that on line, and then I'm going to make sure that it gets into the hands of our friends at the Hutch News. So <laughs> I, and I love it. I love it. I, That's what I I'm planning it, on doing. I, so, I mean, I, I would, you know, I've got, you know, my studio here because actually we're doing something different. I, I've, I've not done this before. You don't even know this, but I'm actually doing. I'm actually talking to you through my studio here in my house, in my home. Yes, and we're doing this through Skype, and so we, normally we don't. Normally we do this through um, VoIP. Yes, but we're doing this through Skype right now. The traditional telephone, so as they say. Yeah, so this is studio <laughs> to studio right now. I mean, I've got a green screen in here. I, I think we can just play this out and just make the train wreck as it is happen <laughs> right there on the green. Screen. Oh, I'll tell you <laughs> this. Th- th- this this weekend is 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 going to be quite. Uh, is is going to be quite interesting. We're going to be doing all the different things that we're doing, and uh, I'm I'm going to have to probably pay the Nature Boy Ric Flair to do an interview with me, but uh, it, it'll be the best hundred dollars I've ever spent. Uh, uh, I, I, and if it's not recorded, you have got to record it. Oh yeah, it, it, and and I'll put it yeah. on Facebook Live. We'll put it up on yeah, Periscope. Oh, yeah, good, we'll good, do all good, the good. shit. But uh, Dude, I'll even chip. I'll even chip in. I mean, I'll send you some money. <laughs> You'll I mean, send me some money. <laughs> I'll, I'll send money if it's gonna, if it's going to take cash to make this happen. I'm, I'm willing. Listen, I'm willing to put the check in the mail, baby. <laughs> so, so it it it'll be entertaining, and and then like I said, I'm going to try to find. Um, uh, uh, whether it be, you know, a cosplayer or something. Um, and then I'm going to do an interview and I'm going to do an instructional on how the Hutch News need to be doing interviews in public. And, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a hell of a deal. <laughs> and then we're going to put that up and, uh, I'm going to create some love more it. enemies over at the newspaper. But, uh, I, you know what? I love it. I love it. I love it. And I don't know, you know, look, I, 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 you know, the listeners are out there kind of wondering maybe a little bit. So you have to understand that when you're a media outlet and you start getting on social media, your job as a media outlet is to tell us about the media. 
you're going to be critiqued. Do you think that CNN for one minute is going to is not getting critiqued by millions of people who think that they stink? I'm telling you, they are. They aren't making personal attacks back, okay? No. They're, they're not. They're either ignoring it or they're coming up with another line, but they're not making personal attacks. And so if, if you want to be a player, all right, and, here, and this, is my, this, is my, this is Jay Izzo talking, yes. the Internet doctor. Yes. If you want to be a player, Hutch News, okay? <laughs> yes. You, you have got to grow up and act like a big boy. Yes. All right? Because the schoolyard social media tactics that you're using make you look like you're one of the stepchildren. Do you yes. understand what I'm saying there? Yes. <laughs> and so if you want to play in that arena, then act in there. And and that was <laughs> and what you did there was you didn't act like you've been there. You act like you 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 act like uh, one of the evil stepchildren. And, and matter of fact one of yes. Not only evil, but you look like you were infested with something. And so you've got to correct that. And and you do. You, you really do because you're a public entity and you have to correct it. You have to come out with an apology. That's Because otherwise what you're telling everybody who reads that tweet or who reads that social media thing, that they can expect the same thing from you. Yes. So if you don't, if you don't correct it, then what you're telling people is if you, if you start criticizing us, we're going to make it personal. Which means now you've got to take it. If you're going to play that game, Hutch News, then you're going to have to take it up a level. You can't just tell people to get a job. Now you're going to have to start name-calling. Yeah. So if you want to play the playground game, and I've been there, I was, you know, I was, I was ten once too. I know that, you know, I've played that my dad's bigger than your dad game, okay? Yeah. And my dad's tougher than your dad game. My mom's prettier than your mom, and your mom's ugly. I know, I got it. I, we used to play that game when we were kids. So if you want to play that game, Hutch News, you got to step it up. Another notch. Fantastic. Not it. it is. Okay, it is. Okay, hey, hey, that works. I told you, I told you Daddy that wasn't works. happy. When uh, I read uh, it, Daddy wasn't happy. That works. I mean, all six foot. I mean, all six foot five of me at two hundred sixty-five pounds. I about took an airplane down to Kansas to go and say, "Okay, listen, I may, I may be a psychological professional, but I'm about to throw that all the window because I also play college football and a little semi-pro on the side." And have you ever heard of? Because I'm about to demonstrate that. <laughs> it is Jay Izzo. He's with us today here on the big broadcast. Jay Izzo is the author of Got Social Mediaology, a book that exposes the psychology behind the social media and how to use it effectively. For more information about Jay or his book or consulting, visit socialmediology.com. Uh, now, um, Jay, also uh, this week, we need to get to our... Uh, our, our th- Media star of the week, media moron of the yeah. week. Let's start. Yeah, well, let's we, start. We 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 we, we covered the moron. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty, we, we just spent fifteen minutes. Yes, there, yes, friend. we I did. I don't know if you realized that. We just spent fifteen minutes on that. I love <laughs> this. Segment. Now, um, <laughs> we, we now, who is the social media star of the week? We'll start there. Yeah, I, yeah, and this is going to sound a little <laughs> odd, but it's actually LinkedIn. Oh really? Oh really? Why, why, why is LinkedIn on the list? Well, I, I'll tell you what happened. LinkedIn announced this week that they have reached their 500 millionth member, which is a wow. huge number. 500 million. And what people don't understand about LinkedIn, it is the most affluent and the most educated of all the social media platforms in terms of the percentage. Thirty-eight uh, percent, I think, make a hundred thousand dollars a year or more, and another. 37 or 39 percent have a bachelor's degree or higher. So it's highly educated, highly affluent. So to have 500 million members is really pretty awesome. And as Twitter is sinking and Snapchat struggling and Facebook is, you know, the drama going on there with Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram, you know, we really don't talk much about LinkedIn's impact, but LinkedIn is really is really making a really nice niche for themselves in the social media world. They've done it quietly. And with Microsoft now owning LinkedIn, um, I don't, a lot of people don't remember this, but you know they bought LinkedIn for like $26.2 billion or $26.5 billion. And so uh, they're 
they're doing a lot of really cool things. They, they're now coming up with matched audiences, which is a little bit like targeted advertising, that you can target professionals, and it's great for B2B companies now. And so they're really doing some really unique things and some really cool things. It's awesome place to find your next career. It's more powerful than muster.com, I think. They actually, LinkedIn houses about 10 million jobs for people to find. 10 million. Holy smokes. So I always tell people, get yourself a LinkedIn profile and, and find yourself your next career because according to a job bite, recent job bite survey, about 62% of companies are actually selecting their candidate from LinkedIn. So really? Finding that, yeah. So I tell, I, I got in an argument actually one time I was on a radio program out of Texas and this guy was a career guy and he was so anti-social media. And I, and I said, you know, here's the job, job bite survey. And he called me a liar on the radio. <laughs> wow. And I said, here's the link. Jobbite.com 2016 survey. I said, look it up. 62% of all companies are getting their candidate through LinkedIn. The traditional resume is dead. And he didn't believe me. And he, I mean, he literally blew me out of the water on, on the air. And uh, so um, I actually had, it was funny because people were writing me letters saying, oh, my gosh, I found the survey. He's absolutely right. So LinkedIn's doing a really, really fabulous job. So I asked people. Really, pay attention to LinkedIn because you're not going to be disappointed. Fantastic. It's Jay Izzo with us today. He joins us live here on our Lineup Media presentation, lineupmedia.fm. And listeners are invited to send their pick for social media blunder pick or tip to www.socialmediology.com. Select an input will receive a free copy of Got Social Mediology. And uh, Jay, who is uh, besides the, 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 the local <laughs> newspaper, who is, who is the social media moron of the week? Oh, Dear God, poor Wendy Thompson, fifty-three years old, of the United Kingdom. Yes, Wendy killed an eighty-four-year-old man and severely injured his seventy-seven-year-old wife when she ran into the back of the car that had their hazard lights on. Oh yeah, this is a crazy. This older deal. couple was trying to help their twenty-one-year-old grandson who had broken down in his car. Good old Wendy was plugging in her phone and wishing somebody happy birthday on Facebook. When bam. she rear ends, yeah, bam. Uh, I'm I'm not going to get into the full psychology of this, but this is to me, folks. This is where Maslow was wrong. <laughs> hierarchy of needs, you know, your physical needs and your safety needs, and then you, you know, once you get those satisfied, you get your love and belonging needs, and then once you get that satisfied, you get your esteem needs, and then at the very top, right, it's existential needs, right? Well, here's what we learned really quickly. We will put a safety, we will provide everything for the sake of our self-esteem to do social media. That's what she did. And she and she, now she got served two years in jail, and she's got a 10-year driving ban. So I hope wishing happy birthday on Facebook driving was worth it. Wendy. Oh, I my really God. That is uh, Jay Izzo with us today. Social media moron of the week, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Got Social Mediology is available for sale through Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and at your local bookstore. And to read more helpful articles from Jay, check out www.socialmediology.com. Now, besides all this, what is the social media tip of the week? Yeah, so the tip of the week, and, and it's really related to LinkedIn, because I, I tell people a lot that if you're reluctant to use social media, or even if you despise social media, the one place you need to be on is LinkedIn. Yes, I don't care if you're. I don't care if you're. You don't want to be social. That doesn't. I, that I would love it if you were. But if you're not <laughs> going to be social, would you at least put your resume and a nice photo and a good professional headline on LinkedIn? Because you never know. Because of the sixty-two percent of companies that actually find their next candidate, you never know if you're that next person that that company wants to hire. And you can't, you will not know if you're not part of that. And so stop thinking so traditionally. I really recommend that you get on LinkedIn because it, it's just really, it's just got, there's just, there's no negative. There's no downside to doing LinkedIn. And that's the thing I can't get across to people enough. D folks, just put your resume up there. Build it. Let people know what you do. Let people know who you are. You're helping your business. 
and you you're definitely going to be helping your career so that's my social media tip of the week get more out of linkedin by just being more of a part of it just be more part of it that that is that is absolutely amazing it's jay Izzo with us today and of course uh Join us each and every Thursday. More tips and tales of woe on social media. But before we go, what is the social media resource of the week? Yeah, you know, I don't know how many people have heard of Buffer, but Buffer is a really cool tool to help you measure your effectiveness in social media. And it's, it's, it's very, very cool. But I'll tell you what they do have. They have a blog that I really, really love. And it's called, and it's a blog.bufferapp. B-U-F-F-E-R-A-P-P dot com. And it's a really great blog. It's got just so much information, and they really break it down in a really practical, usable way for people to get the most out of their social media, whether it be in business or personal, regardless of what your industry is, whether you're doing, like James, you know, does radio 24 hours a day. I don't know how he does it, but he does. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, even it just doesn't matter what the industry is. They're really, they're really relevant and they're really practical. And that reminds me, you know, because so it's blog.bufferapp.com and bufferapp.com reminds me, you need to download the Jiggy Jaguar Show app, Yikes. the Jag Show app, and you need to download that on your iPhone or your Android phone, and you need to get it because it's a great app. You get to have hear us have a lot of fun in what we do. And yet we get to be informational and entertaining at the same time and hopefully help people move in a positive direction. That's always my goal. And so do that through the Jack Show app. And will you do me a favor? Because James always promotes me so much. But would you do yes. me a huge favor? Would you go to the Jack Show app, Jack Show website? And there is a link on Amazon. And there's a couple Amazon things. There's Audible. So you can get your free Audible book and, and hear these golden tones. Uh, read my book to you. But if you will click on the Amazon link and get purchase your items through hit the Amazon link on the Jag Show app, it helps support this show. And we need to do that. Not just because James is an awesome guy and I love him to death and he's, he's super, but it's the right thing to do because we need more programming like the Jag Show in America today. And so you can help do that if you'll click on the Amazon link and you'll uh, purchase your goods through the Amazon link uh, through the Jag Show. There. How do you say like that, James? Look at that. Absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, awesome. as they say. Uh, well, I, I appreciate you making time for us today, Jay, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I look forward to it, James. Have a great weekend. Have a great weekend, everybody. And hey, don't make it personal on social media. Please, I'm begging you. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you, man. Jay Izzo, B to the Izzane, here on our lineup media presentation. Check out lineupmedia.com. Lineupmedia.com? Lineupmedia.info? What the hell? I've been doing this show for so long, I don't even know what the damn thing is. Check out lineupmedia.fm. That's it. We're going to see you next week here on our big broadcast. And, of course, uh, join us on iHeartRadio each and every week. And it is officially replay time right now. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.